Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live scent. It's great for another episode of Living Scent, and in the room, we've got the usual suspects. I mean, we have trouble and double trouble. And Whoa. I, Can I be double trouble? <laughs> you always are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm fine with you having that seat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, yeah, The uh, we got we got Jason Wiggin here Hello. rocking Hello, out. Hello, everybody. We got Yvonne on mic. Allergy ridden in here. We've got Vicky making the recordings happen and making sure that this podcast, we're, the vision is to see 52 weeks of conversations about what it means to live sent. That's a lot of talking. For the equipping of, like, we want to see, we want Resonate to be, we want missional in our missional communities. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so. and if we're going to be missional, then we have to keep being intentional about it. That's I right. thought it was an easy button that you just said it once in a training, and now I got it. I, yeah. If only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if only. If only. If yeah. only. Okay. Maybe if it was hard for Jesus, it will be hard for us. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Crazy what? talk. Yeah. Well, it's great. Uh, we're so happy to, I mean, just inviting MC leaders and apprentices into, like, we're pretending like this is a living room. We're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yvonne, what are we talking about today? We are talking about baptism. We actually have some baptisms coming up. We have... Mm quarterly membership classes. I think that's the clip. And every time we have one of those, mm-hmm. we also have baptism. Yep. Because that's one of the things that's required for membership. But yep. yeah, we're going to get into some of those things. Yeah. Like why mm-hmm. we include baptism as a part of membership. Yeah. And like, why is it such a big on? deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love what we're talking about is thinking, how do we know we're on mission? How do we know the mission is actually happening? Mm-hmm. And I can't help but think of a basketball game where Every time the ball goes to the hoop, like Steph Curry shoots the three-pointer, what happens in the crowd? They Everyone go sh- that they goes go bonkers. Yeah, yeah, everybody goes bonkers because that that's where you're winning the game. We we know this is actually happening. Are are we winning? And the answer is yeah, when that's happening, we know that we're we scored. Mm-hmm. Right? So then in a missional effort as a church, how do we know when we actually scored a basket? How do we know something's going forward? Yeah, It comes down to that. Well, and I, again, I think it's so important to, to be always on the ball intentional about that because, I mean, even from my own life, I know that if I'm not intentional about whatever it is, then mm-hmm. I very quickly forget what is the goal? What is it yeah. that I'm yes. aiming at? What is it that I want to accomplish? Um, and so if we're not talking about it, if we're not admitting, you know, mistakes, if we're not thinking about how to grow and be sharper, then we're not going to get closer to that goal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad we're talking about this because I think pretty much every metric that the church has ever used mm-hmm. is always well-intentioned, but at some point we just like the cheese. So we get all cheesy about it and then it becomes this other thing. Mm. And I think baptisms at some point was kind of included, like, oh, like churches just want to baptize me. And that's like their only goal. Yeah. But that's not really what we're talking about here. And so I'm glad we're we're clearing that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, hey, let's just start by sharing really quickly. Like you guys have a baptism story that you think sort of might might make sense to people. What was it like? Why did you get baptized? I have a super mystical story. A mystical one? Ooh. Mystical. Yvonne. I'm full of mysticism. Wait, I, I think of mist. Yeah. 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 Sort of like 
there's yeah there's like smoke happening behind me haze I, I smell the smoke but definitely no glitter though I don't think that's no glitter. actually yeah. the way people think of you <laughs> <laughs> no I mean I I remember that there was like a call like hey baptism is happening mm-hmm. and literally my best friend at the time Sharon was like I'm getting baptized are you and I was like yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah okay that was my mystical story yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah. I remember being eight years old, eight or nine years old mm-hmm. at First Baptist Church in Castro Valley. Uh-huh. And the pastor every week gave an altar call. Yep. And the altar call at First Baptist also implied baptism, of course, yeah. Baptist Church. Yep. And so hmm. while we were, I was standing there with my mom, she's on my right. And I just remember we're, we're singing the hymn while people are coming forward. And I remember reaching over to the, to the hymnal and closing it and grabbing my mom's hand and then like walking up to the front. And if I'm being honest, it was, this'll really make me look good to my mom. <laughs> okay, wow. Now I yeah. believed everything okay. that the preacher was yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believed all of it, <laughs> Yeah. but in my heart of hearts. You mean maybe our motives aren't exactly pure? <laughs> as a nine-year-old? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a nine-year-old, like, first-born follower? Still, no yeah, way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was 12 and just giving in to peer pressure. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was sort of stubborn about it. Ooh. And I, I was raised in a Baptist church. My mom and dad, we went to church every single week, and there were people there that discipled me and loved me. Like, I still remember my like the Sunday school teachers. Mm. And there was an emphasis on baptism, but I knew I, knew I was saved. I knew that Jesus Christ had transformed my life. Wow. But I started to not just take that step of obedience, and then it became easier to not and easier to not. And then before long, I made it all the way through elementary, middle school, and high school without actually getting baptized. And there was a there was a moment where, I don't know, about about a dozen of my friends from a public high school got saved and got baptized. There was one baptism service at our church where all my friends were getting baptized, and I wasn't. And I didn't I didn't move. Wow. I was like so good at being frozen. I'm like, nope. I'm just not going to let everybody know. What an know. individual. <laughs> I wasn't, I was afraid to let them know that I hadn't taken that step. Mm. Oh, so it just got harder and yeah, harder as time yeah. went on. And then later on, I was actually being hired on as a pastor at a Baptist church. And I'm like, okay, I can't let this go on oh, anymore. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Wow, it was mm-hmm. up to that point. Yeah, it was. Wow, yeah, I it was no like idea. after college. Yep. Yep. After college when I started out in ministry. And then once I did it, I'm like, that was why is I so silly for so long? <laughs> it's not like it was it's like just the the sense of I know that Jesus wants this to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was like more for me. I think because I waited so long, I had time to like distill it in my heart to be like, I do want to obey. I really want to obey. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting, you know, when you talk to people who people who love Jesus and are disciples of Jesus who have not been baptized. Mm-hmm that the number one reason why they haven't been baptized is because they are nervous about getting up in front of a big crowd of people, Mm -hmm. which um, is like, I I get, I understand, you know, to a point. um, But uh, certainly the, the call and the, the call to obedience is so, so real. There's nothing quite like it, right? Because when else do you do such a sort of like public, action in front of people Mm -hmm. when you've made a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just to be clear for everyone who might tune in, Mm -hmm. let's give a theological framework. Why, why do you, why did God include, what does baptism mean? 
Let's just start there. Give me your shot. Uh, can I answer that? Yeah. Uh, baptism, originally, uh, before Jesus, the Jews were being baptized as a, as a renunci- renunciation of sin and to be, to be symbolically cleansed in the water. That's what John was doing. John the baptizer was doing that out in the wilderness. And Jesus comes, and as he has a tendency yeah. to do... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like Passover becomes communion. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. He brings <laughs> yeah. a sense of completion and wholeness yeah. to the practice. Yeah. What a redeemer. Right. <laughs> and so now we go into the water signifying our death. Mm-hmm. And when we come out of the water, we're being brought back to life again symbolically yeah, with picture. Jesus. Yep. New life. The cleansing of the water cleanses yep. the dirt, but the Jesus, the blood of Jesus cleanses yeah. our sins. Yep. And uh, we start a new life. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that every baptism in the scriptures was a public baptism. Yeah. It was never mm-hmm. a private affair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And it, sometimes, like, the, it's like the Philippian jailer and his whole family gets baptized, it yeah. says. But it was always after someone said, you're the Savior. Mm-hmm. You're the one. You saved mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And just to fully orb that out, like, Jason, did, you did say this earlier, but just to emphasize... Getting baptized doesn't actually like earn you more points with God or anything not. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a symbol of something that you're acknowledging. This is happening in my heart. Mm-hmm. Like lordship has changed mm-hmm. from myself to mm-hmm. Jesus. It's a response to mm-hmm. what you've received. Yeah. yeah, you've received this incredible grace yeah. from the Lord, mm-hmm. and and you're saying, I want people to know this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want people to know. He has so transformed my life. I want people to know who I stand with and who has sta- stood with me, mm-hmm. really. Who has yeah. stood with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just to like add on to the point you're making, Yvonne, there are some traditions and churches that have gone wrong mm-hmm. with baptism to say, unless you're baptized, you're not saved. Right. And the problem with that is you're saying it's Jesus plus some deed or action right. on your That's part right. that yeah. saves you. And the Bible's so clear. No, it is Jesus alone. He is the, it is Christ alone that saves you. It's, mm-hmm. by, by, it's uh, through, by grace through faith, nothing else, nothing of ourselves, zero of my deeds. Mm-hmm. So, but yet there's something in the Bible where this is so clear. Jesus does it himself. Mm-hmm. Like he actually demonstrates mm-hmm. for us, plus there's uh, in, just really clear instructions for us to be baptized. Um, what I love is that it actually becomes a public way to say you're with Jesus. Like it, if we follow the pattern in the New Testament, it's like someone gets saved and then automatically they're like, he saved me. And they mm-hmm. start telling other people about mm-hmm. him. So it's like almost tying in our witnessing to our salvation. Like right away as you're saved, you automatically become an ambassador mm-hmm. for Christ and the grace right. that you've received. That's mm-hmm. right. So That's mm-hmm. right. Which is why when, when people are baptized, we often uh, ask them or encourage them to invite their friends, invite their coworkers, let, you know, come, you know, and people will come to that, you know, but come see this thing that's happened in my life. I want you to see, I want you to know. Yeah. And it's, it's beautiful when it's about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. Even if you're like a nine year old and it, okay, no, sorry. I'm just just teasing. I'm just, (laughs) okay. That's fine. I've come to grips. Okay. That's good. So, so then uh, let's, let's think about it. If it's, if we go back to the idea of basketball and we're going to score a basket, it's two points. Um, What goes wrong when churches start measuring baptisms to say we're winning the missions, missions taking place? What's, what's a potential error? I think, a 
the first thing that comes to mind is that becomes sort of like the end goal. And so if baptism is the end goal, then once someone gets baptized, then, oh, all the shepherding is done. Mm-hmm. You're done growing. Yeah. yeah. You, the ultimate box is checked. And then now you just kind of live life however you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and to, to tag on to that, I mean, with an extreme example of mm-hmm. that is, you know, in the, uh, I mean, there's stories of in the Crusades that uh, they, <laughs> yeah. would, they would put Uh-oh. holy water in the maces <laughs> yeah. so that when you were crushing your the skull of your, uh, your enemy... Yeah. He was also being baptized so he could go to heaven. I'm like, uh, let's not go that direction. Yeah, yeah church has gone wrong. Yeah, here, seriously. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really wrong. Yeah, I, I think for me, my experience, um, there's a church that I love that was really, I would describe it as understanding the gospel as the entry into the kingdom of heaven. Um, but, but the whole goal was just to get people into that point. It's like the ABCs of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And they they overemphasize that and underemphasize the entire lifelong process of sanctification and discipleship and mm-hmm. transformation that's awaiting somebody. And so um, baptism was the thing that was celebrated. And it was amazing. It was exciting. But then the follow-up from that, the steps after that, you know. And so... Um, I don't know, maybe churches that emphasize it that way could become like, oh, yeah, we're, we're just counting baptisms. We're not thinking what kind of growth is taking place yeah. for this person. Yeah. I, I remember, um, I mean, you, you hear about churches that are, that, you know, that, that put out their numbers. And, and I, don't, I don't mean that in a bad way, like putting out your numbers is a necessarily a wrong thing. But, you know, they'll you'll see that, you know, we baptized 800 people last week and 7,000 people last month. And you're like, holy cow, you know, like, and so then you're, you're just kind of left with the question, Mm -hmm. like, what, what, what criteria do you have to be baptized? Because I think that's one of the things that I've appreciated about being a Resonate these last two years is that we don't just baptize people because they want to be, um, but that there is... And it's not a stringent, strict, crazy process, yeah. but we, we want to know that, but like you, you believe this, yeah, and this is real to you. Yeah, the hope is to be biblical, right? Right. Like, the, what's the Bible saying? The purpose is, and and how can we how can we live that out? How can we help people to see mm-hmm. the beautiful plan that God has? Yeah. yeah. One one thing too that um, maybe it, we could sometimes go wrong is seeing if baptism is the completion of the journey. Like if we make that the scoreboard and we're like, happened. Mm -hmm. But I think the Bible always has baptism as the start of the journey. Mm. Like it's so closely connected to when you're saved, then you take that first step of saying, I'll obey him Mm -hmm. and I'll tell others about him. Then that actually changes the trajectory for you of what, what, what does discipleship look like? Then what is the next, like your journey? Um, So, um, yeah, when we, when we think about that, just, I guess in a perfect world, what would be the steps we would hope someone to take if they came to resonate and were saying, oh, we actually want them to get baptized? How does that, what, what are the steps that would lead up to that? What are we hoping for? Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on if the person considers himself to be a Christ follower or not yet. Yeah. So yeah. let's just say not yet, then mm-hmm. it's, hey, come join, be a part of the family. Yep. The Resonate family, and 
Um, you're you're hearing these messages each week. Maybe you've joined a connect group or an MC, and you are just hearing about the scandalous grace of Jesus and wondering what that's about and that the spirit is using what you're taking in and learning and transforming your heart. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I want him to be my king. He's my savior. And so upon that profession of faith, baptized, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. right away, it's that response. Yeah. It's, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, along with that, it's, there's, there's opportunity for people in their, I, hopefully in, in an MC or in maybe it's res kids, res students, um, these other groups that we have where you're, you have availability to ask questions. You have, mm-hmm. I mean, we have our, we have a baptism class that some of our serve staff teach, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the big thing is just people, you know, on our end, it's, um, giving the opportunity for next steps. Yes. We're not pushing next people. Steps. We're right. not we're yep. not pushing people, yep. but we want to always throw it out there what, mm-hmm. and ask the question, what is your next step? And then make it clear what people's possible next steps are. Mm-hmm. I think as MC leaders and coaches and whatnot, we that we, you know, we want that to be kind of at the forefront of our minds, both with our apprentice but also with the people in our group. Mm-hmm. Like what is this person's next step? Yeah. And um and not to figure it out for them, yeah. but to but to ask them to pray and ask the Lord, what is this person's next step? And for some of them, that is going to be baptism. Mm-hmm. And then to know when the baptism class is, when the baptism service is, and to be able to always have that in front of them. So, so far, we've as we've been talking about baptism, we've talked about in the Bible, we've seen that upon someone professing faith in Jesus, they get baptized right away. We've kind of talked about that here again, yeah. but if in just even remembering all the stories that have been told at Resonate through the baptism videos, the testimonials, yes. most people's stories are not that. So yeah. are we saying that if you didn't respond right away in baptism upon you becoming a Christian, that is that something that I should feel guilty for? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say feel guilty. Like I, this is where like really understanding what Jesus did for mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm. we we are guilty, but He takes all of that. Mm. <laughs> like it's all our stubborn disobedience is actually put upon Him, and He pays for it. But the perspective that I would take if I were talking to someone in my MC yeah. is I don't want them to miss out on joy. Mm. That there's there's a joy that you're going to have for whatever reason you've been stuck in some aspect and all of us have somewhere where we're not obeying mm-hmm. and and the the hope for people is that we identify those mm-hmm. and that we take them we lay them down we surrender we there's like a dying to self and then as you do that we believe what Jesus said is really really true that if you try to save your life you actually lose it and you don't even realize the ways you've been losing your life by holding on to your stubborn disobedience yeah but Jesus says those who lose their life for my sake We'll find it, yeah. And and our hope is that more and more people will will find, oh, as I trust him, his way's better, and I'm experiencing more joy because I'm following him. Even though it felt really scary, that as I as I took those steps, I experienced more of Christ. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, um, you know the <laughs> the the simpler answer, uh, and that's definitely a reality. And I, and and in addition to that, the mm-hmm. simpler answer is. You know, it sometimes it's just practically hard or more difficult to have a have someone get baptized right away right. at, at yeah. their 
you know, at their confession of faith. Yeah. Um, we don't have... We don't live by a river. We don't have the River Jordan, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. within a day's walk. We don't have any clean streams yeah. within a day's walk. Um, I don't want to get baptized in Lake Elizabeth. No, I would not uh, recommend that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, this is where, you know, this is like, just this is where, you know, in 2023, where, you know, church is a, is a bit more... I don't know, a bit more organizational mm-hmm. than maybe mm-hmm. uh, and than it was in the past. We, these are just our modes that we have to live in, and that's yeah. okay. And that's okay. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it's less about though. Yes, the the invitation for baptism starts immediately once yes. you have professed Jesus as your Lord mm-hmm. and Savior. Yep. Come on. And but that invitation remains open, and it's it's more about. When do you bring your yes to yeah. what Jesus is inviting us to? I think that's to. exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and He is so patient. He is <laughs> like, like it's not like He runs out of energy. He's like, I'm so sick of waiting for you. Why don't you? <laughs> no, He His only posture toward us is love, and yeah. He's wanting us to experience more of Him. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Jason, earlier you were you were kind of talking about how our society functions in modern day, and we don't have clean rivers near us, so we can't get baptized, and so. Why is it that mm-hmm. Resonate, we schedule our mm-hmm. baptisms right after membership class? Mm-hmm. Well, there's, I think, two parts of that. And one is like, okay, why is why is baptism a part of membership? Mm-hmm. Like, we actually include that in the the standard. Like, what is a, what is a member? If you want to be a member of mm-hmm. Resonate, we ask that you would be baptized. Mm. And why do we do that? But then the, I think the question is like, why why are baptisms scheduled? Sort of our our mm-hmm. our calendar goes okay after a ba- membership class, then we have a baptism class and a baptism service, um, and I think it's because people are when part of discipleship is is helping them to see where they're not obeying, mm. and we want people to f- find more ways where they're not obeying because we all have them, mm-hmm. and and find that Jesus is better and experience that. So so when they go to membership class they're like, "Oh wow, you're going to you I need to be baptized." And the answer is yes because we love you mm-hmm. and because Jesus loves you. Yes. And there's some aspect that you're missing out on in, in following him. And so to have an easy like we want to we want to say here's your your clear next step then is get baptized and by the way, that's next month or next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is it that that is the next step needed for membership and not like some other next step. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. I'm just asking I, twisty questions at this point. I think part of it is, um, and I don't mean to say that baptism is little or small. I think there's something really intimidating mm-hmm. to stand up in front of people. Yeah. Um, but I think that Jesus puts that in on purpose, mm-hmm. that there's something in our own courage, like the the moral courage to stand up and say, Jesus, it matters to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if we can do that at the start, mm-hmm. then that changes how we can actually share about Christ and the mission can go forward yeah. la- later on. And and so there's something that really solidifies. Uh, we're, we're putting our uh, money where our mouth is. That's really, right. right? It's, I'm not just saying, yeah, 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 Jesus saved me. I'm saying he's more important to me than other people's opinions or mm-hmm. my convenience. Like there's something so compelling about Jesus that I'm willing to be inconvenienced that's for right. him. And that's, I mean, we don't want disciples who are doing less than that. As a matter of fact, if that's the beginning of your journey, then 
we're like, you should probably anticipate that the whole way along, <laughs> right? There's wait, just wait. There's going to be more. We're going to talk about tithing later on, or other yeah. other. Like, there's so many ways mm-hmm. where uh, we're we just are not believing that Jesus is better. Yeah. Um, and so to why do we emphasize that one specifically with mm-hmm. membership? Would be um, there's something biblical. It's very clear that this is the teaching mm-hmm. of Jesus. And um, even in the book of Acts, it talks about people being saved, baptized, and added to the church. Mm-hmm. And so there's that inclusion in the body of Christ that that we're like, okay, through the ordinance, we're like, yeah. let's do it. And pr- I mean, pretty much the whole kind of like question of even membership and why would I even t- attend membership class is there are leaders of our church mm-hmm. who are basically helping people to understand hey, this is the mission that Resonate Church is on. Mm -hmm. We are 100% convicted that this is what God has called us to. Mm -hmm. And in you deciding whether to become a member or not is, are you down with that? Yeah. You know, and so... Are you down with that? (laughs) Right. So if our mission is to make disciples who make disciples, like we've just been talking about, a huge aspect of that is baptism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it would only make sense that you would be on that mission to make disciples, you know, and part of that act is baptism. And so I think, yeah, it is a key part of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that, that speaks even, even to, and I know that's not our topic for today, but it even speaks to this, the level of seriousness that we take membership mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. um, this isn't, you know, something that you just, yeah, I'm a member and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You signed on the dotted line, yeah. but you know, you're saying, you know, just by the covenant that we read, yeah. And we state you are you are planting roots. You are extending your arms of fellowship and mm-hmm. allowing you are allowing the members of Resonate Church into your life, and they are inviting you and allowing mm-hmm. you into into their life. Yeah. And so yeah. it is a very serious thing. And mm-hmm. um, so if we're going to take, like you said, if we're going to take membership so seriously, yeah, then uh, that means we're we're also taking our discipleship to Jesus seriously, which means being baptized yeah right and so it's less about hey we we have this rule of this like act that you need to accomplish but it's really about hey we don't we don't want to put up smoke and mirrors about what our mission is yep this is unapologetically our mission Mm -hmm. are you down that's really what it's about yeah Mm -hmm. yep and i i love it too that jesus uses the example of a yoke when he's talking about people Mm. taking on his yoke and Mm. it's this idea of uh, an animal pulling a plow and there's a work that God wants to do and <laughs> we believe he wants to do it here and saying you're part of the membership I'll be a member is to say I want to be a part of the work of God going forward like I want to see a harvest come from what God does here and um, yeah and if you're if there's a, a part if if, our, if we're really hoping that people will be saved and baptized mm-hmm. and you're unwilling to be baptized yourself there's a disconnect mm-hmm. between what you're you might just be saying you're a part of the mission right and I think Jesus is inviting people to um, take risks yep to be a part of the mission that's right pay a cost mm-hmm. yeah it just we find out it's it like we give up something of ourselves and we get more of him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh Really, uh, I, I guess the the question is then if we're saying baptism 
becomes a part of us seeing the mission of God go forward at Resonate, seeing new people get get baptized. Um, how, how do we draw a difference then? What, what's the difference between measuring someone getting saved and measuring baptisms? Well, why, why don't we just measure people getting saved? Why, why do we say we're, we're going we're gonna to look and see people get baptized? Well, I think, I think the simple answer hmm. is just that um, being baptized is just the next step. Yeah. It's, it's the, as you said, Scott, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the next step. It's maybe the first step of the discipleship journey with Jesus. I mean, once you've, once you, you know, you've, you've been converted and you fought, you're now a follower of Jesus, you've been transformed. Um, and, and so we'll count and we want to count that. We want to, we want to record that. We want to celebrate that. We want to shout amen. And then with, I think equal fervor, mm-hmm. every time somebody takes a step in yeah. their journey, Throw like a party. We, we want to throw a party for that <laughs> yeah. as well. And throw so, a party. And so I think, so, you know, we, we may not, I mean, there are, there are a number of things that we, we purposefully record mm-hmm. for, for joy, Yeah. but we can't record everything Yeah. Um, or else we'd be celebrating nonstop. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's just, it's the, it's one of the first big steps Yeah. once you come to faith in Jesus. Yeah. As you're talking about it, it makes me... Um, I, I keep coming back to this thought that maybe discipleship is a whole series of moments where we're terrified and we have to trust Jesus and we sort of feel like we're jumping off a cliff, but we find out he's actually there. He's actually got us. Mm. And so it's like this whole series of those jumps, mm-hmm. you know, where we say Geronimo and leap yeah. off a cliff. And if we got used to that and, and discipling people in that way, we, there would be a whole bunch of moments where people are sort of afraid. No, I don't know. I don't think I should. And then through encouragement and through discipleship, they're like, I'm going to take it. And then after they experience God in that, through the fear and then experience God in the outcome, then it's like, oh, we should throw a party, mm-hmm. right? So maybe discipleship is a whole lot of feeling terrified followed by a party, <laughs> you know, like, and, and that we would disciple people that way. Right. On, a, on a practical sense, what could MC leaders and apprentices do to help people in their groups become baptized if they're not? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, man, I love our MC leaders so much. They're such great shepherds and people who just walk alongside others. Mm-hmm. And so through the safety of that, relationship that as you're walking with someone to just ask them like, Hey, who is Jesus to you at this moment in time in this season? Or when there's those big inflection moments, Mm -hmm. like there's a bunch of students that have just gotten back from middle school winter camp at this point and a bunch of high school students that are about to go to high school winter camp. And that is a big inflection point for them to just even be reflecting on that. So for our adults in our MCs, that's where we get to even hear what are those big moments. Because yes. we're not always going to camp every year. That's right. Yeah. Um, but there's other things. And so it's mm. like even to ask, like, who is Jesus to you today? Mm-hmm. Great yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any any thoughts? What could MC leaders do to encourage people? If there's someone in your MC who's sort of stuck or for whatever reason, I mean, I guess... It would be really cool if someone was in your MC and they're not a believer yet, mm-hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> then you'd be like, "Can I tell you more about the gospel?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want you to see this. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even to ask, like, what does baptism mean to you? Yeah. Or when you keep hearing great. it at church, like, 
do, do you get curious about it? And I think some people even have like wounds with it just because yes. of, you know, yeah, so not shepherding people. Yeah. Through those wounds. Not yeah. at the level of like holy water bashing skulls. I in, mean, let's but... not. Yeah. I'm a little <laughs> uncomfortable about that. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just because we are like broken. And so, yeah, mm. sometimes we get it wrong. And so, yeah, what are the wounds behind that? I, you know, so I tend to take the approach, um, not maybe in front of the whole group, because that w- could be yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. But I like to take a gentle journey through intellectual integrity. Okay. And so what? <laughs> what does yeah. that even mean? I'll explain okay, it. Okay. Sorry. 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 So I, I just, I like people coming to, I like helping people come along to their own self-revelation. What I mean by that is, okay, so have you been baptized? No. How come? Well, I've never really had time. Oh, okay, so let's yeah. talk about that. And yeah. I'm going to, did you know that there's a baptism coming up? You know, da-da-da. So, or how come you've never been baptized? Well, I'm afraid of getting up in front of people. Yeah. Hey, that's valid. That's really let's yeah. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that Jesus was afraid to be crucified on the cross? Um, which mm. that's I have to be careful with that one because that one can sometimes go into a shame moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I don't want them to feel the shame. I want yeah. them to know your Savior. Yeah, He loves you this much. Loves you this much. Yeah, that He would take this risk for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a shame <laughs> yeah. moment. It's I want you. I, let's be. Re, I just want us to be reminded of what our Savior has done mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And what I have found is that um, sometimes people need the gentle. Yeah. Like like prodding and that's yep. and that and I'm down but other times it is silly intellectual reasons or non-intellectual reasons for yeah. why they haven't been baptized yeah. and it's just but see that takes to do it right without shaming them yeah takes time it takes precision it yeah. takes grace yeah uh, because sometimes it is an intellectual light bulb that goes mm-hmm. off sort of a journey with yeah. Yeah. yeah so we need leaders that would be willing to walk a journey with people, mm-hmm. even if you don't have all the answers or That's you right. can't do it all perfectly, but just to love someone enough to say, I don't want you to not have this step That's in right. your life. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, I don't. I, I love you too much to not ask yeah. about it. It's reminding people of the invitation that Jesus extends every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. the invitation he extends every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really, uh, like, I, I see that this is, this is where the mission of the church is happening, if people who don't know Jesus as their savior are hearing this gospel and they're saying, I'll say yes to him. Mm-hmm. It's still like this whole journey of discipleship begins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what would happen if we started celebrating that all the time? Mm-hmm. What would happen if we had more of those kinds of stories? Yeah. Well, I mean, what an exciting thing. I think even in our MCs, if people were taking that step of being baptized, it would change the sort of the missional temperature of the group. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, I want more people to know. Like, he's, he saved me, yeah. and he died to save you. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you for a great conversation. Great great to, to hang out and talk theology, even if it goes a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> I love it. Gentle and, uh, journey and intellectual I'm looking ah. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, yeah. Especially really the, al- the alliteration. Okay, okay mm-hmm. we don't want everyone to know the real stuff that goes on here. Yeah, there'll, there'll be an arm wrestling match later. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. It's been great to have a conversation. Can't wait to talk more as we keep learning how to live scent. Later. Later.